Hello, and welcome to another episode of FGC Philosophy, where we level up inside and outside the virtual arena by tackling topics and having guests on the show that are going to help us get to those higher level of thinking, get those new ideas, those breakthroughs, those whatever you want to call it to help you get to the next level. Today's topic, I want to talk about getting better at games, the overall process of it, plateauing, if you will. A lot of us, myself included, very much so in this, we plateau in fighting games. And I just want to talk about some of the things and ask more questions than I have answers to at this point. Because I think this episode is very much a community episode because it's a discussion episode. I want to learn and compile all the things that people do to get better. Because I think everyone does it in different ways, but maybe we can learn from each other. Maybe we can have a conversation. Maybe I can learn and see what the most effective way to spend my time in a lab is and actually get a picture of what that looks like. Get some specifics to that. See what other people are doing and add that to my practice. And then in doing so, you guys can add that to your practice because everyone does different things and I think it's important to be able to share that. Anyways, before I get into that, if you guys are new to this podcast, one, thank you for stopping by. I appreciate that. And then for the return listeners, thank you as well. If you haven't already and you're familiar with this podcast, make sure you guys do subscribe. It helps me out a lot. I always appreciate it when you do. And then for those that really appreciate my content, I do have a Patreon and as little as a dollar a month can go a long way. I'm trying every day to make sure that this production is as good as it can be. And in order to do that, I definitely need your help. So as much as I hate asking for help, uh, for those who do like me and want to see me get better, as little as a dollar a month can go a long way. If you want to do it more, that's definitely great. And I've been reformatting the reward system that I'm doing for Patreon as well. If you have any input on that, make sure you send it my way because I would love to be able to help other people in different ways. And if I can make some money doing that, that would be a dream come true. So that said, let's get right into this. So when it comes to plateauing, when it comes to improving, definitely it has a lot to do with what you're doing in the lab or what you're doing to practice consciously those things. One of the biggest things I've seen happen, and this has definitely been something that happens to me, but I think some other people are the opposite direction, uh, where you're more competent than you are skilled executionally. And a lot of people are very analytical and know a lot about the game, different facets of the game, different facets of execution, but don't always have the mechanical skills in order to do what they need to do. And as a result, there's a different mindset that they miss, that I missed. So how do we break that habit? How do we stop plateauing? How do we keep getting better? And obviously there's no right answer, but that's an answer I want to ask you guys is how do we stop? How do you stop yourself from plateauing? So how do you stop yourself from plateauing? Well, I'll share what I do and it it has worked as much time as I've put into it. Meaning that the more I practice it, the more results I see. But I I definitely try identifying my weakest link or something that I can improve upon and find some sort of practice for that. And in doing that, it ensures that I'm usually constantly learning. The other thing, the, I guess the con to my practice style is that a lot of times my basic practices fall to the wayside as a result of trying to just do the newer things and then hopping into rank mode after that. So that means that on top of learning the new things, it's important to revisit the older things. I consciously know this because I've done football and karate, different kinds, boxing. They all have you do this no matter what skill level you're at. There's definitely basics that you practice that make everything else better. But it's the practicing of those those basic basics, the, the simple stuff. 
that really builds a strong foundation for everything else. And I think that's where I failed. I think that's where I, if I had to put it into a question, the next question would be, how could I make my practice better? So how can I make my practice better? So I think the first thing would be practicing the basics. Inherently, I know this and I know that it's hard to articulate this, but just practicing the basics over and over and over and drilling that into you, there's no amount of logic that can supersede that. Logic is important. Analytical thinking is 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 useful depending on what kind of play you are, but when it comes to just doing the drills and doing the practice and drilling that into you and then doing it in a real situation and consciously doing it and critiquing and, and self-correcting, that is invaluable. And it's not something that can be explained. It has to be understood. It would, that means you have to put in the time. No, no amount of watching matches or no amount of watching reveals or tutorials or analysis is going to replace that. Those are super useful and those will help you get better. But that's a different aspect of learning a skill or mastering something. That's, that's a different aspect of it. That's definitely a part of it. That's not the only part of it. And I know this in other areas. You know, I've, I've had the opportunity to be trained by in a lot of different areas. And so I've learned the same format and a lot of different styles. You know, sales, traditional art, music, martial arts, different kinds of martial arts, sports. So I've, I've learned and, it, and it's always the same exact thing. You do the basics over and over and over and over again. And that's what gets you the most mileage in the long run. Now, it's important to practice other things as well, but everything that you practice should be built upon the foundation that you've already built for you, thus making it a lot easier to learn those complex ideas because you know each individual part of it on its own. Because you know each individual part on its own, now you also should be able to easily put it all together rather than learning something very complex and trying to break apart something into smaller pieces, you know each individual facet of it, it should be at this point muscle memory to combine it all together. It's gonna be different, it's gonna vary, and sometimes finding the timing might be a little bit rough. But for the most part, your body already knows what to do. It just needs to be familiar with this specific situation now. And that's, that's any skill. Pretty much any game, any competitive game is going to apply to this. It's very general because there are so many different facets to any skill that you're learning, but that same philosophy, that same universal truth pretty much applies to anything that you can think of to some extent. You have to be creative with it sometimes, but for the most part, that's how it is. So then the question becomes consistency and being familiar with that consistency. And how do we hold ourselves accountable to those practices? How do we keep track of that? How aware are we of our practices? And that's a lot of questions I'm throwing at you, but those are all really important to ask. This is definitely a really different version from a lot of my other podcasts, but I've been very reflective lately. And because I, I've had my time limited to how much time I can play Street Fighter because of having a son and having my job and uh, other personal ventures, I don't get to play as much as I would like. That's just a fact. I have to deal with that. There's other things that are just as much or more of a priority at this time in my life. But winning tournaments is a goal that I have. And so I have to find some way to optimize my time when I am in front of Street Fighter. So what can I do? What can people like me in this situation do? Is there something that we can do? Is there a way to optimize our time in the lab? Now, professionals definitely, they're going to have an advantage. That's just the way it is. That is realism. That's just fact. But 
to start improving consistently, how much time do we really need to put into it? What person has actually broken down? This is a legitimate question. Who do you know? What videos do we have? What content do we have that shows how someone breaks down their practice throughout a day, throughout a week, throughout a month? Who do you know that has done that? And how do they do that? And what information can you send me? Please put it in the comments. I might post this in Reddit just to get a conversation going because I, I, I've been thinking about this a lot and I definitely need to put in more time. That's just, that's just the way it is. And there's a lot of people like that. But where do I put my time? Where do I, and I'm not asking this question to you guys. I'm, I'm, I think that everyone should ask this of themselves. So I'm asking myself, but also open to feedback because I know that no one knows where I am skill-wise. I'd have to watch my matches and a bunch of other stuff. So I, I, I get that. I already understand that. However, I'm left pondering that and I'm left pondering what practices can I do? What specific practices? What setups can I do? What can I put the dummy to do? You know, and so that's that's where I'm at right now. And I, I want to have an answer to that in the coming weeks, in the coming podcast. And that doesn't always have to be the main thing, but that's something I want to revisit on top of having the interviews and, and talking about other topics. I want to have these discussion topics. I, I think that's something that's been missing from my content is a discussion, like something meant specifically to have a discussion and having these questions at the ready. For me, I, I love the theory fighting. I love the thinking, the theorizing, all that stuff. I, I really appreciate that because it helps me learn and helps me find what to focus on. But this also gives me a deeper appreciation for things that I might not actually want to compete in, like Mortal Kombat. I'm never going to compete in that. But I definitely want to learn and appreciate that game, if only from a commentator's point of view. So then the question becomes, how do we build upon our basics? And I think the answer to this question is sometimes simple and sometimes more complicated. For instance, something like practicing a hit confirm. If you already know how to do a combo or a link, you know, you, you know what your max range is for a button. If you already know the max range for your buttons and, and things of that nature, you already know your BNBs and things like that. You take this button that you already know how to do. You already know how to combo into it. But now you specifically can practice how often can you react to getting a hit? You know, set the bot to random. For instance, when I'm talking about Street Fighter, you can set the robot, the AI to block randomly. So sometimes it'll block, sometimes it won't. You won't know when because it's RNG at this point. And you practice landing that hit confirm and converting it into damage 10 times in a row. You're practicing the same thing you've already been practicing, but now you're creating a scenario. Now you're creating a time where you need to recognize and change your pattern. So you practice your block string and you've also practiced your BMB for this same button. We'll say crouching medium punch. Uh, I'm thinking about Kage right now. Crouching medium punch is a good button for him because it can also go into, it's a good hit confirm. And it can also combo into standing medium punch and standing heavy punch for some good damage into super if you have the meter. Good button. If they block, you can do standing heavy punch or even a light button to hit the plus frames and then maybe press something else if you recognize that in time. That changes and that keeps it your turn. That keeps it in your favor if you're able to actually recognize and change your block string or your hit confirm conversion on recognition. Individually, you can do those combos. You know, you know your block strings, you know that kind of stuff, but you're never able to convert that into damage if you do actually hit it. So you hit them with that button, but you never actually convert it into damage. That's one scenario out of a whole bunch. Another one could be that you always recognize those situations when you get counter hit, but you just don't have that execution to actually land a counter hit combo. So you always recognize that you're counter hitting. You know what to do, 
but you just drop the combo. Similar situation, different issue to practice and your BNBs, but now you have counter hit combos. This is what you can call them. You have combos specifically for when you counter hit and you prepared that situation. So you have the execution to do the combo, the one specifically for counter hitting. It's a very similar format to your other combos. So the execution is already there to some extent, slightly different. But now you also can physically and mentally react to when you get the counter hit and do a combo specifically for that one. And overall increasing your ability to hit confirm overall. The more you practice one hit confirm, the better overall you're gonna get at it, the more you're gonna be able to learn other hit confirms more quickly. So it sort of snowballs. And that's the concept that I've applied to other areas and I've seen people doing this, but consistently have not been able to do. And I think there's a lot of other people that fall into that category. And I'm trying to hold myself more accountable. I've been doing that through this podcast and through other content. And it's definitely been helping with the match analysis and things of that nature that I've been doing uh, on my Twitch channel. Twitch.tv slash philosopher if you want to watch my matches. I have match analysis that I do, so I, I people submit their matches and I break it down the way that I break things down. And I ask questions and they're in the chat and you can give me feedback or I post it later on uh, as a collection on, on my Twitch channel later on to be put on YouTube because I've got to get around to that. Another accountability thing. Anyways, another big thing I want to talk about is how comfortable are you with being uncomfortable? And I ask that because a lot of times when we get into a groove, when we finally learn how to play the game, we know around silver to gold range, a lot of us plateau there. Some of us plateau before that. It's different for everybody. But when you start to hit those plateaus, how comfortable are you in those points at being uncomfortable? Because it's really important when you're learning something new, there is almost always a level of discomfort that you have before hitting a breakthrough, we'll say. It's been dubbed the frustration barrier because so many people have quit at that that point. That's that's usually the area where people actually give up on learning a new skill. And with the, the thing with uh, Street Fighter and other fighting games, other, other competitive games or any skill, is that you can learn different facets of the overall skill. So you can learn sub-skills that build on that same sub-skill. So if I'm thinking of Street Fighter, that can be hit confirming, that can be meaty setups, that can be anti-airing, that can be jump-ins, that can be cross-ups. Like any of those things that I listed individually is not just Street Fighter, but is a skill that you have to, a sub-skill that you have to study within Street Fighter. Think about Dragon Ball, instant air dashes. A lot of people don't have those, they still play okay. But if you practice them, they're going to help you be better. Any person that plays at a high level is, is going to tell you that. That's, that's common sense. But that's just one thing on top of many where you're still playing Dragon Ball, you're still doing combos, you have great execution, but your mix-up game is weak because you never practice it, you never get familiar with it. Or maybe you just never like look, pay attention to that kind of part of the game. You just look at the combos and that's the only thing you care about. And then you wonder why you can't win a match. There's different focuses for everybody. Everyone's into fighting games for different reasons. And as a result, that also reflects their practice. It's hard for everyone to have a well-rounded practice that's going to get them to high level and consistently, consistently practicing these things to get you to those points. I fall into that category. I'm definitely not a pro. I haven't won any majors yet, but when it comes to studying mastery, mastering something, the act of mastery, that's something I've studied very intensively and have experienced in other areas of my life. That information does relay. And so in saying this, I get to ask other people about their level of comfort zone. I get to ask myself as well and, and like, look at this because as a video game, I think it doesn't get the same amount of respect as something that I've done physically. Physical activities are something that I take very seriously and I practice in good form, mainly because if you do bad form, 
you hurt your body. You know, if I'm practicing form in a gym, lifting weights, I'm going to hurt my body if I do it wrong. If I don't warm up first, I potentially increase the chances of me hurting my body. If I'm doing boxing, usually my coach is right there, my sensei is right there, correcting me sometimes with hitting or something like that. So the fear of being hit and also, again, the fear of hurting your body by having bad form or the fear of not doing something properly. If you throw a punch wrong, you can break your wrist. That's something that you have to learn early on. We don't have those same stakes when it comes to playing competitive games. So it's really hard to force ourselves to have the proper discipline that we need to do the best form possible. So a lot of people are going through the motions, but they aren't practicing with good form. And in almost any other physical activity, form is more important than being able to do it very quickly. Anybody will tell you to do it slowly, to do it properly first. And that means different things in different situations. When you're practicing something like a combo, that's really easy to see. And even that has blurred lines because of how easy it is to do combos nowadays. It's really easy to have bad discipline and get a combo to still land versus knowing the specific timing to do it one button at a time. It's a huge difference. Both people can do the combo, but one can do it more consistently than the other and knows why they're missing it when they miss it. At least offline. But yeah, that's that's where I'm at right now. The more and more time I lose being able to practice Street Fighter and other fighting games, the more I actually value my time when I am playing those games. And for me, growth is really important. Other people play fighting games for different reasons. For me, I want to get better. I want to win. I want to see how good I can be in this. It's not just playing with the friends for me. For me, it's a test of how good can I get at this. A test of like personal, physical, and mental will. And even spiritual, honestly, because like gaming is one thing that gets me super hyped up. Like I love playing sports. I love being active. And if it's me, I get excited like that, but I don't watch football. I don't watch any other sports. Competitive gaming is a thing that I really, really like watching. And for me, I like playing competitive fighting games. I like watching other competitive esports like Overwatch or League of Legends or something like that. You know, but when I want to compete and I want to be someone who who does their best, for me, it's like Street Fighter, Dragon Ball, DOA. Those are games where like I, I just for me, I want to get better at it. I don't want to just play it. I want to understand every every facet of it. I want to have good execution of my mind to be able to think how the pros think. That's just what I want. And in order to do that, it's important to change the mindset and the practices that I have now. They've gotten to me to where I am now. I, I'm platinum. I've done well. But now I need consistency and I need some regimens that are going to get me to be reliable and help me to understand more of Street Fighter overall. So that's where I'm at. I'd love to know where you guys are and where you want to be. Everyone has different goals, so please share that. I know it sounds like it's gonna be a, a paragraph of information, so if you guys do reply, I'm gonna make sure to read through all of that and we have, have a conversation. Maybe a follow-up podcast, I'm not sure. The sky is kind of the limit with these. I, I just wanna keep having conversations with people from my city, my state, and then just the world. Because I think everyone wants to get better. Like people who listen to this podcast probably want to get better at something. Even if it's not fighting games specifically, if you want to get better at something, I just want to know what that is. What issues, what barriers are you having? How are you getting around those barriers if you are getting around them? And how comfortable have you gotten with being uncomfortable? So those are the things that I have. Please down below, wherever this is, even if it's on social media or Reddit, let's start a conversation. 
let's talk about the act of actually getting better at it. Not so much the tech, that there's tons of stuff out there for that. And there's, there's, <laughs> I'm not gonna say too much, but there's definitely enough, but that's not the issue that a lot of people are having. Like the tech is there, there's other issues that we're having. It's our mindsets, it's our practices. Let's talk about those. Let's have a conversation about those and see where that goes. So that said, I'm the philosopher, competitive gaming coach, eSports coordinator for Western Michigan University. I'm trying to level up inside and outside the virtual arena, and I want you guys to as well. So that said, thank you guys so much. And as always, I will see you all in the next one.